The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. There we go. Great. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Hello and welcome to Happy Hour. Delighted to be with you. Delighted to... to uh, Receive your greetings really at the beginning. It always makes me feel connected to uh, this international sangha from so many different parts of the world. So for this evening, I wanted to invite us to uh, engage with um, compassion practice. It seems like it's the right medicine for this week What with what is happening in the world what is happening geopolitically, and also what is happening very likely for ourselves um, and also with people perhaps we know. Um, so compassion, you can never have enough compassion, never enough compassion. And as the Dalai Lama said, compassion is not a luxury, it's a necessity. It's a necessity for us humans to survive, for us to survive. It's not a luxury. So so with that, um, yeah, I don't think there is not, there's much more that I want to say to frame it, but to say that, um, please, you're invited to um, compassion practice, to practice compassion wherever you are called for in this session. Um, there might be a lot of physical pain right now where you're sitting, um, practicing. There might be heartache um, in your heart, or or there might be this care and deep, deep care for people um, who are in very, very painful, difficult situations, extremely painful, difficult situations. Um, Elsewhere in the world, um, our sisters, our brothers, our siblings in humanity were not so different. And maybe that's where your heart goes to hold them with compassion and good wishes. So, so let us engage. Let us begin. Let's begin by arriving. Ah, arriving, arriving, arriving. Take a moment to arrive. in your body, in this moment in time, in this seated posture, take time to arrive. The preliminaries are important. How are you sitting? You're sitting in a chair. Are your feet, the bottom of your feet, touching the earth? Are you sitting comfortably? Is your back straight? Are your shoulders rolled back, sitting with a sense of integrity, dignity, as well as comfort? Is your body relaxed? Is there extra holding and tightness where 
There is no need for it. Can you relax your body, especially if there is pain, physical pain present? We often tighten up around the pain. Or around emotional pain, we tighten up. Can you invite your body, your dear precious body, to relax in this moment? Relax, relax, relax. Relax and just be brief. Nothing needed, nothing extra. Relax and let the body be breathed because it knows how to do this, knows how to breathe. And awareness simply receiving the breath. The sensations of the breath in the belly are being received on their own. You don't have to add much effort on top of what's already happening. Let each breath, especially each out-breath, be more and more relaxing, letting go of expectations, of thoughts, and just be present, sinking more deeply, allowing preoccupations to be put down, to be released for just this moment, this moment of respite, Deeply needed.
And we put it all down in this moment, just for a moment. We can pick it up later. First, we need to establish the ground, the ground, the stability of the heart. Intimacy with this breath. And can we imagine that each out-breath is releasing, calming, soothing, bringing comfort and succor to this body, to this heart and mind. Every out-breath. If the outbreath is soothing, calming, massaging, wrapping a blanket of care around yourself. And the in-breath is gathering any acknowledgement of discomfort, pain. Not so much thinking about it, but it's automatically happening. As if the pain in the heart and the body is being collected and transformed in the heart, in the heart center, and breathed out comfort and succor, nourishing yourself with each breath.
And if it feels like too much, oh, think about the in-breath, collecting the challenges, and being transformed in the out-breath, breathing out sucker, comfort, compassion, and let go of the in-breath part. And just consider the out-breath is soothing, comforting, bringing calm, care to pain and sorrow. And now, if you like, you can expand, extend, and expand. The circle of compassion. To include a few people in areas of the world that are suffering right now. Include them in your mind, in your heart. As if your out-breath is bringing them care, sucker, while they're afraid, grieving, suffering. There are human beings just like me, just as I wish to be happy. I wish you happiness and freedom from sorrow and suffering, just as I wish it for myself. I can include all of you in your practice. Include yourself. and others in the challenged area in our world right now.
just as I wish to be, free from sorrow, free from pain. I wish you, fellow human beings, I wish you freedom from sorrow and pain. May you have ease as much as possible in the midst of this difficulty. As if with each, with each out breath, you were putting a blanket of care around people you don't know. But it doesn't matter. We're all related. We're all part of the human family. You could have been born as them. They could have been born as you. And now for the last few minutes of this practice, let your heart be drawn to wherever it's drawn to the most for the compassion practice. Maybe someone you know who's grieving, someone you don't know, yourself, your body, your heart, wherever you're drawn. Breathing out compassion and succor, care. Offering 
your wishes for well-being without attachment, but as a gift to the world, to yourself, to non-violence, to more love and compassion in the world, training our hearts and minds to care. And in the last minute of this practice period, offering compassion to yourself for however this practice period was, whether it was sleepy or distracted, doesn't matter. Offer care and compassion that you showed up, you've done your best, and letting go of the rest. May our practice be a cause and condition for wisdom, for compassion in our world. May all beings be free, including ourselves. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for your practice. So the practice of compassion, meeting sorrow and suffering with, with care, with kindness. And tonight, the way I led it is we started with ourselves and then we brought in others. And also another thing to note is, um, for those of you who know what Tonglen practice is, breathing in, uh, suffering, breathing out care. I offered that as one variation um, early on, but if it became too overwhelming, invited you to just lean into the out-breath, uh, bringing comfort and peace, meeting suffering. So, so just some nuances of tonight. So, so as we turn, I'd like to invite you all to, if you wish, to engage with one another in an exploration of this practice of compassion. How does it feel? What does it, what happens for you when you engage with compassion meeting challenges, your own challenges and other people's with this, with compassion, not with pity, not with 
empathic distress, but with care, meeting suffering with care. What happens when you do that internally for yourself, for your own pain and sorrow? And what happens when you do that for others? So this is an invitation to explore out loud what happens. Maybe the exploration is, well, I don't know. I'm still trying to find my way and I still end up with empathic distress. Perfectly fine. You're ex- it's a out loud exploration as two other human beings hold you witness with care and with compassion as, as we're all learning and discovering. This is work in progress for all of us, for every single one of us. We're never done. We're always learning and growing. So you're invited to explore. Maybe you will go with the order of, let's see, um, what order shall we choose? Let's choose uh, yeah, we chose birth date, reverse alphabetical, reverse <clears throat> birth date, not your year, but the birth date. Uh, this time we'll go from the beginning. So whoever's birth date is closest to January 1st is invited to speak first, explore first. You can also say pass, um, offer something, way the way of exploring your compassion practice. What what supports it? What what does it feel like? What what uh, challenges it? What blocks it? Next person will offer something. The next person, and you'll go round and round a few times in in this circle. So so take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And again, we're going to go birth date. Who whoever's birth date is closest to. Um, January 1st is invited to go first, or they can always say past. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and I'm start opening the rooms now. Here we go. The rooms are now closed. Everybody's back. Welcome back, everyone. And uh, we have some time for any reflections. If you want to share them in chat, chat is open. Or um, also you can raise your hand. Hi, Amy, I see your hand, please. Thank you so much. Um, I've had a lot of aha moments when it comes to um, finding ways to elicit compassion for others deeply in hard moments, moments of conflict. And one is like somatically, like you guys see me rocking here a lot. A rocking chair reminds me of holding a young child and rocking them and meeting them and their emotions and the hand on the heart or, or a hug um, and other pieces. And then another piece I've been doing is um, putting aside their story and trying to see the emotion under the emotion that's under that I can relate to. And the, the part of them that probably started having that emotion when they were young. So defensiveness or that comes out of fear or sadness, I can relate to that and, and stopping my own need to be seen or validated in that moment, but instead seeing, seeing them. And then once I can deeply like see them for like, ouch, like they are in pain right now and they're relating it to me or they're relating it to something. And we don't necessarily agree in that aspect, but that doesn't matter about that. What matters is, is that like they're this human experiencing a pain 
And if I can see them, then usually their defenses can come down. And sometimes there's wise discernment for me to then share mine. And if there isn't, then I can go here or to another friend or someone who can, um, I can feel a congruence or an attunement or a validation or love and feel love from. Um, but I, I feel like that's been a very big aha moment for me and how I try to meet conflicts. Profound. Thank you, Amy. Thanks so much for sharing your aha moments. So much you shared here, beautiful, both the somatic aspects of relating as well as because we have all we all have bodies. So that's a doorway of of somatic experiencing uh, or uh, through the rocking or, or hand on the heart you mentioned. And also, as you, you said, so beautifully, I was touched when you mentioned um, seeing not their, you know, what, what's happening on top, but, but, you know, what, what emotion is underneath and h- how that perhaps came to be when they were younger or, um, the causes, the conditions. I think that's my words to to bring the the Buddhist terminology to that. But but really getting in touch with that and it, um, and not overlaying your own perspective on it. And how I can kind of relate to that pain for them, so that I can yeah. like that can be the true compassion there. Like if it's it's oh I could see how that would hurt, then that can elicit that true compassion and yes. I see how that would hurt exactly. If I were in their shoes, this would hurt. Of course. Yeah. If, yeah. Thanks, Amy. Thanks so much. Ron. Yeah. Someone in our group mentioned something that really resonated, which was when we become so aware of, of so much suffering in, in so many areas, at times it, it can almost feel like it's exponentially growing and can start to feel almost hopeless in some way. Um, but when we sort of turn, turn inside to focus the compassion on our own suffering it has a quality to it of you know a it's it's something that's doable and we have some control over and b it's also a we're a, <clears throat> we're better at being compassionate and helpful to others when we've also turned that compassion onto ourselves and, and done that work. Indeed. Well, well said. I'm so appreciating you um, sharing what came both for your practice and also in the small group. It sounds like you had a very, very um, juicy wonderful conversation about the benefits of compassion both turned inwards how that can actually support it turning outwards and and not veering into overwhelm because the mind can get overwhelmed but the heart when it stays in the present moment can always have hope can always have hope 
Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. Um, Mark. Um, uh, so I was starting out trying to envision like a family who is maybe outside being persecuted. And I was just like struggling to connect and trying to, anyway, and kind of to my surprise a little ways into it, I had this very clear image of a somebody on the other side who was doing persecuting and kind of like Amy said, seeing the pain of hurting another person and the bad karma of that. And then also all the causes and conditions and pain that would have led them up to that. And then I thought about that scene. I don't know who's seen um, everything everywhere all at once, but there's a climactic scene where she puts a googly eye on her third eye and instead of fighting all the other people, she uses this new power to see what needs they didn't get filled in their past life that are making them act the way they are now. And she creatively starts helping them fulfill these needs that they don't want to be violent anymore. And it just made me think about the courageousness that you need to respond and, and creativity and um, yeah to respond in the face of, of really intense suffering like that. And I just love that image of her putting the googly eye and this wind blows behind her and she stands there really strong. And then instead of fighting, she just embraces them all with compassion. And yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for bringing this in, Clark. I've, I've seen the movie and, and um, I'm getting chills as you bring that in to this moment, because yes, in, in, in the movie, she becomes the, the expression of of the Buddha of compassion in that moment, and and really seeing the cause and conditions, and what does this person need they didn't get, and gives it to them. It's so sweet, actually. It's so sweet, and and I'm so touched that that you bring this in from your own practice of oh yeah, this is what came up for you. This is what came up for you instead of seeing uh, someone who's being prosecuted prosecuted and, and seeing their pain, oh, it just flipped naturally, which is, oh, beautiful. What an expansion of our heart to be able to, to go there on its own. That yes, this person who's causing pain is really, really hurt in the, I'm I'm deeply touched by by your practice report as well as everyone who's shared tonight, Ron and Amy's too. Thank you. Thank you all. Beautiful, deep practices. Thank you. Mm. And one question is coming. Nikki, how to overcome belief that that blocks compassion? This happened to me today. My belief about someone events blocked compassion for me towards myself or others. Um, so I would say that it. Um, in order for me to answer that, I need more details. Like what... Because there are different things that block compassion. So, so um, actually, this is what I'll say. Okay, this is what I can say. I think what what needs to happen is that when compassion gets blocked, you need to see with awareness what is the belief that has blocked it. Is it that I don't deserve it? Is it that they don't deserve it? Is it that it's going to make them soft, me soft? Like, what is that belief that's blocking compassion? That compassion is too soft? I don't know. There are just so many beliefs. I can't go through all of them. But, but please, for yourself, see what is the belief 
that is causing that block. And then put a question mark next to it. Is that so? Is that so? Is that really so challenging instead of just believing it? Um, because there, there are so many um, unhelpful beliefs that we can carry around, unexamined beliefs we can carry around that block compassion. So examine them. That's what I'm trying to tell the person who wrote me the private question in chat. You're welcome. So thank you, dear ones. Thank you so much for your practice, for cultivating your hearts. I'm deeply, deeply touched with the reports tonight and just holding so many sides of of this aching human family where we are in pain and we cause pain and may we may we grow in love and compassion may all beings everywhere be free from sorrow may all beings everywhere be free including ourselves Thanks, everyone. Be well. Be well. I'll stop the